you're not going to lose that much by backing off for one workout when you're getting an intuitive hit that this is a day this might not be a good thing to do there's something telling me that i need to back off from this hi welcome to the judy terrell show where i explore topics intended to optimize everybody 50 60 70 and above hi everybody and welcome to the judy terrell show i am judy terrell and if you're tuning into this episode this is episode number six in my series of six on how to modify exercise when you're 50, 60, and older. So just like most things in life, when we were younger, um, we were able to do certain things. And, uh, you know, as time goes on, you need to modify. Um, when it comes to our physical bodies, um, things that we would have done when we were younger were done in a body that was in a different hormonal state had younger, more pliable tissue. And for those two main reasons, um, if you're an exerciser, and I hope that all of you are in your 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s and 100s, um, I'm 59 years old right now myself and an avid exerciser as well as a trainer. And I've been a trainer for 40 uh, years, four decades. And I'm going to bring this up a little bit later in this podcast, but I've been training people, obviously, when I was 20 years old and in my 20s and 30s in my 30s, 40s in my 40s and now 50s and soon approaching 60 because I'm 59. So as a trainer, I have a certain perspective, but as a person living in a body that is aging, I also have a perspective. So this is number six in my series of six of things that we need to modify if we want to continue to be active and have um, an exercise plan in place as we get older. Um, I've covered things such as we need a more uh, longer warm-up um, to our activities. I've covered that we tend to have a lot of neck tension, so some of the exercises that involve over-the-head movements need to be modified into others. Um, I've covered four, uh, five other topics in this series, but this sixth one is, it might arguably be one of the most important, the most important one, but it is definitely important, and it is going to be you know, it's not really talked about a lot, which is why I'm doing this podcast on it. So the modification for when you're living in a body that's 50, 60, 70 or older, when it comes to exercise, number six, this one is trust your intuition. So what does that mean? So I'm sure everyone is watching this uh, podcast recognizes or has been told that when you're taking a test, um, you you, you have a first reaction to the question, and then your mind might start to second guess that and start to think it through and say, oh, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. And generally speaking, the advice from taking for taking tests is to go with that first intuitive hit that you had. Because once you start to think about it, you can get in your own way and oftentimes you know, move yourself off by second guessing what you kind of intuitively know knew was the right answer, right like at the first blush. So with that as a metaphor, trusting your own intuition when it comes to working out is probably one of the most important skills that you need to have as you progress through your lifespan past 50, 60, and 70, and wanting to continue to exercise. So how does, what, is, what do I mean by this? Let me tell you a couple stories. I'm going to start with this one. So I work with a client. I worked with a client um, who represents this perfectly, beautifully. So this client was working with a trainer 
and the trainer was in their upper 30s and this was a male client and um, they were doing deadlifts. And what the client told me after the fact is that when they were doing the warm up set and then the first set of loading and they were loading heavier as they went through sets, the client kind of felt like something wasn't right, that their, 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 their hamstrings in particular felt very tight and you know they're, they're, they were aware of some sensations in their body that, they, that felt a little off to them. And so they mentioned to the trainer, listen, I'm, I'm kind of feeling something, you know, my hamstrings are bothering me or they're not really bothering me, um, but I can feel like some sensations. I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned about going up to this next weight that the trainer loaded onto the bar. And the trainer, the 30 some odd year old trainer said, oh no, you know, you're warmed up, you're good. You'll be able to do this, you're strong. And so the client picked up the bar, executed one deadlift, half a deadlift, and felt the felt the, the zing, felt the pull, couldn't complete, had to put it down, had actually damaged and pulled a major muscle in the body, hamstring muscle, and had to do rehab for about six to eight weeks before they were able to come back to be able to do their lifting again. Now, what I say, a modification for when you're over 50 years old, 60 years old, seven years old, or all through that, you know, the decades of your life past 50, you're going to feel an intuitive hit. Um, and I'm going to tell you as a 59 year old trainer and exerciser, you need to honor that. You need to really pay attention to when you've got this kind of like, and you can, you might not even be able to tell, say why, why am I feeling like I need to like pull back on this. Um, you, you may or may not be able to decipher the why, but when you have a hit like that, I am a strong advocate. And then this podcast is about telling you, like honor that. You need to follow that intuition and back off. So in the case of the story I just told you, quite possibly it might've been the client could have said, you know what? I don't want to go heavier. Let's go back down and let me, let me just stay at this for today. Because, you know, honestly, this person's not going to lose any fitness from, and they're not going to, you know, the gain that they might've made from trying to push when they're getting this intuitive hit that it's not the right time to do it versus what they lost six weeks of, of rehab and training, and then having to start from square one again. Um, it's not even in the same stratosphere. You're not going to lose that much by backing off for one workout when you're getting an intuitive hit that this is a day, this might not be a good thing to do. There's something telling me that I need to back off from this. All right. I'm going to give you another example. And this is a story of a, a skier, a client of mine who is a skier and had been skiing, you know, and is a skier from, you know, a birth basically had been skiing their whole life. They, they're very proficient, um, technically, you know, um, astute and, uh, they were skiing for the day and it was getting towards the end of the day. And the person was feeling kind of fatigued. Their legs were feeling a little bit, you know, like that they had, they'd been tanked, you know? Um, and the question was, do I go up for one more run? And, um, all their younger people that they were with, Oh, come on, don't be a wimp. You can do it. You're, you know, you're a, you're a skier, you're a fit guy. And this is a guy also, um, come on up. Like, you, you know, you can, you know, take it easy, but, um, you know, you can do it. 
again, advice and, and advocacy from people outside that are younger oftentimes. And so of course the person went up and ended up having a, an accident and um, hurt himself coming down that last run. And retrospectively, what the person said was, you know, I kind of knew it. I knew I was like pretty much done. I'd had a great day, but you know, other people saying you can do this. So, you know, I, you get influenced by that. Just like on the test, when you're, you had the first intuitive hit, but then you start thinking about some other things, you yourself are influencing, and then you'll shift an answer where the first answer was actually correct. Um, so once again, second story where I'm illustrating, you know, you really like, I'm, I'm advocating that you trust your intuition. You're living in your body. No one else is feeling what you are feeling in your body. Okay. And now I'm going to address this as the, a trainer, uh, a personal trainer, um, a group exercise leader, um, a one-on-one -on -one instructor with people, um, a yoga instructor. When I'm training a client now at 59 years old. And the client says to me, I'm showing an exercise that I want them to do. And the client says, I don't think, I don't know if I want to do that. Um, or they did it once for one set. And now they're going to, they'll say, you know what, this is kind of, I'm having some um, sensation in my back, you know, and I, their back is their susceptible area. Um, and I'm, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leery about doing this next set. Now, when I was a 30-year-old trainer, I probably would say the same thing a 30-year-old trainer would say right now because I'm trying to motivate my client. I want to get them the best results that they can get. And I'd say, no, 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 you can do it, you know, um, mind over matter or, um, you know, um, you're strong, you can handle this. It's going to, you know, you, you got to push to make the gains, any number of things that I said also when I was a 30-year-old trainer that was training a 50 or 60-year-old that now when I look back, I cringe because now as a 59-year-old trainer, I know that if the client is saying something, they may be strong enough to do the exercise. It is my goal, my you know job to try and to help to motivate them, but I am not living in their body, okay? And their body is giving them some clues and their body is over 50 years old with different hormonal balance, with different hydration levels in their tissue, with different pliability and stability in the tissue itself at the age they're at. And they are the expert, even if they don't even know they're their expert on what they're experiencing. So if a client says to me, I'm a little concerned, you know, I just felt the sensation in my back. Um, should I do that again? I'm going to say no, because you know why? There's a million other exercises that I can choose that's going to hit that body part that I'm trying to hit that would have a different position that might not put as much pressure or loading on the area that seems to be questionable. All right. Now, I didn't have that insight when I was in a 30-year-old body or 20-year-old body or even a, honestly, even a 40-year-old body. I'm 59, even my early fifties, but you know, definitely in your fifties, you start to, these things start to, you know, when you're even at young fifties, you are in the age where I'm going to suggest you got to trust your intuition. Okay. But definitely from 55 on in my own experience, I have only had four years in, in that window, but I have many, many other clients in their sixties and seventies that I run this by and I talk to about it and I and I work with that I can you know reinforce that you need to trust your intuition because if you don't 
I'm not saying you're guaranteed that you're going to get hurt, but the possibility and the uh, probability of it happening exponentially, uh, um, you know, magnifies. Um, And you know what? You might not even get hurt, but you might have to deal with some residual soreness or tightness or discomfort, you know, after the workout that you wouldn't have had to do had you just said, you know what, just for today, I'm going to back off. I'm going to, I'm going to say, this is my last set, you know, just for today, because I'm getting these in this information feedback from my body, I'm going to go lighter instead of heavier. Um, just for you know, today, I'm going to say, you know, can we switch off this exercise? Um, I, I just don't feel like this is the right thing to do today. And I'm going to say this, and I'm not throwing any young trainers under the bus, okay? Because, you know, I think most people in this industry are doing their due diligence and they're staying abreast of the information and the knowledge. They get their certifications. They try to stay, you know, informed on the internet and they're through their certification agencies and so on and so forth. But I am going to tell you that if you're training with somebody who's younger than you are, you need to be the advocate and the expert on your body and what you're feeling. You need to communicate it and you need to override Anytime someone says to you, when you have said, "Mm, I don't know if I should do that, and they say back to you, oh, you can do it, come on, or you're strong enough, you're strong. Because I can tell you that as a, like when, if someone's younger than you, they don't have their own experience in living in an older body with these changes. Um, I'm always an advocate, and I know it's not always possible, but whenever it is possible, you pick a trainer, if you're going to pick a trainer to work with, that is your age or older. A, they have more wisdom now of being alive on the planet. B, their own life experience is, is paralleling what you're experiencing in terms of chronological age in your body. And uh, C, hopefully they're also, you know, um, have had their own experience to relay and they're going to give honor to what you are saying because they know you know, from living in a body that's that your age or older. Um, a younger person has the theoretical knowledge, has the, you know, uh, the textbook knowledge, has the credentialing knowledge and the workshops and the seminars, but they are not living in that same age and it's a different kettle of fish. Um, and I know this because I, like I said already, I've been in this industry for 40 years, training people all through the decades of the 20s and my decades and my 30s and my 40s and 50s. And so therefore, my number six tip on how to modify exercise when you are over 50, males and females, doesn't matter, is that you need to trust your intuition. You are the expert on what you are experiencing in your body, and therefore you are the one who needs to override any other input from the outside on what you are experiencing, especially when there's, a, there's that little red flag coming up. Now there's a time and a place to, for someone else who's younger to motivate you to push into something um, that you don't think you can do cognitively, um, but that is different than when you're getting a, a physical sensation in your body that's making you question, all right? So my number six tip on what to, how to modify exercise when you're over 50 is, everyone say it all together, <laughs> Trust your intuition. You are the expert on what is going on in your body. And even if you can't decipher exactly what it means, you need to err on caution. Missing one workout, missing one set, not doing one exercise that's questionable is not going to destroy your fitness. As a matter of fact, 
fact, it may preserve it. All right, everybody. So if you're thinking, you know, if you've been following this series, this is the last of this six part series, and you feel like you've gotten some valuable information, I'm going to direct you towards my website because I have a lot of resources on there that you can um, scroll through under the resource tab. But in particular, I have a four week program, one for men, one for women, and that is um, over 50 and optimizing health and well being. And uh, the first of the four in the series is about eating, the second one is about exercise. Third one is about how you need to think. Um, and the fourth one is um, supplementation, one for male, one for female. So that might be a worthwhile thing for you to take a look at, um, a tool for your toolbox moving forward. And so take a look at that. And once again, thank you, everybody. I appreciate your tuning in and um, be well. See you in the next series. Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you'd like to have access to some of my additional resources, I can be found at... Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and on my website, www.judyterrell.com.